The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. But winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Fear and answer. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Deer. So, I know that we want to have a long, deep, philosophical conversation about manhood and standing up and how to fight back. And we also want to do clips about uh, prepping, you know, different episodes. But it seems like right now, we're in a fucking free fall of horrible fucking news. <laughs> Last time I had this much bad news, it was with, right before my caught my ex-wife cheating. <laughs> so, anyhow, so, I mean, like, seriously though, I, I read the news. It's like, good God, you could be the most manic person on the planet. You could be happy all the fucking time. You read the news. Three articles later, you're like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> how so I realize why the Grinch hates people, not Christmas. Right. So, uh, I'm gonna start with ironic news first. So okay. I'm going to I'm going to talk about George Orwell's book 1984. Have you heard <laughs> that they're going to do a feminist rewrite of 1984 written from the woman's point of view? So how ironic is it that a book that specifically talked about conformity and propaganda is going to be rewritten in the form of that stuff. <laughs> Go figure. It reminds me of the, the quote from Orwell's 1984. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book is rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. Boy, did he call it. Oh, wait, I can't say it. Oh, wait, we don't post shit on Facebook anyhow, so it doesn't fucking matter. But anyhow, so you heard that uh, it was education. You know who that is? Uh-huh. Okay, his education got his, uh, his education page banned off of Facebook because How? He, wrote, oh, <laughs> he wrote or he posted a meme that says, hey, guys, I literally wrote a book describing this exact thing. And it had dash George Orwell, right? <laughs> <laughs> they fact checked it and unpublished his page. So... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Are we talking about the same fact checkers that they had to admit in court or nothing more than protected opinions? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Them. Yeah. That, that, lo and behold, the fact checkers aren't actually fact checkers. They're protected opinions. So when they went to court because somebody decided that they were going to sue Facebook, which I think all of us could do that now. 
They said, hey, 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 those aren't actual facts. They're protected opinions, so we're protected. And yet, you deplatform people. I've lost many Facebook accounts. They, they stop your ability to earn money on the platform if you're in, that, in it for that, if, if you're a business and they don't agree with you. You lose all of this stuff and you're censored for a fucking opinion. So uh, let me let me ask you. Uh, you brought up a video which doesn't translate well when it came to was it Instagram or TikTok? It was TikTok, right? Which one? The one with the with the wrestling? Yeah, yeah. The the topless females. Oh, yeah, the topless girls wrestling. Yeah. So something I could never post. Something I could never post on Instagram or TikTok or. But God because it's cultural, but because it's cultural, you can. So, all right. So let's go from that to an extreme. Do you realize that they are advertising for the Feast of Bacchus in Madrid, Spain? Right? Isn't that the Feast of Children? Where, like, yes, where you're eating children. Okay. In the picture, it's it's the devil eating children. And it says, let me let me try and translate it. It says, remember your traditions. Ha! Hmm. So, it, it's okay to advertise the eating of children, but if I tell you that ivermectin it is proven to stop COVID in its tracks, I get banned and they're okay. And if you say, oh, Odin, that's not true. Ivermectin, really? Ask the entire fucking country of Japan. <laughs> ask India. Ask no, ask Japan because theirs are the most recent. And they're the ones they stopped the vaccine mandates entirely. They yep. stopped the <clears throat> vaccines and started to give people ivermectin instead of the vaccines. COVID is gone within a week. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I just want to remind you guys. You remember how we said they were going to start arresting people and dragging them away because they weren't vaccinated? Remember I said that? Oh, you, you're, you're just going to jump the timeline, huh? And go straight oh, no, to the, yeah, just straight, straight to, to the New fucking meat of it. Yeah, I mean, okay, hold on a minute, because we're talking about Japan. Now, of all places where you think they would have no problem. Hey, is it raining where you're at? Yeah. I can tell because your your audio is robotic. Oh no. <laughs> Crap. How do we fix that? Wait, don't get excited. So you have to be the calm one the entire episode. Oh, and I'm going to read all these horrible stories and you can't react. You have to be calm, cool, and collected. It's only when you start to to crank it up. Did you just turn off your microphone? <laughs> Hell no. No, I don't care if it's robotic. I just, I was letting you know. So, <laughs> hey, is it still robotic? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, how? It doesn't matter. Nah, let's go. It matters to me. That annoys me. Well, let's continue. So, anyhow. Uh, yeah, so they, they literally arrested, what was it, like 13? It's 13 now, isn't it? It might have been 13, but 
the first report or the last report I saw, it was eight. So they might have updated it since then. They arrested people for eat try, for eating out without a vaccine passport in the fucking United States. Wait, hold on. I understand that this is horseshit. However, they did not get arrested for not wearing masks. No, they got arrested for trespassing. No, they got arrested because they didn't provide proof of vaccination. And they weren't wearing masks. But that is not why they were arrested. They were arrested oh, because... Oh, they can call it... They can dress it up any way they want, but it's still a fucking pig. I'm just telling you that there is a difference between... Because if if uh, we had a restaurant... Now, just a hypothetical. If we had a restaurant that People said... People would from coronaries. Wait. If we had a restaurant and somebody came in wearing... Uh, I love Joe Biden. Or PETA is PETA is life, or vegans, or somebody that we disagree with, right? You must get vaccinated, or you're a horrible person. Type T-shirts, right? And we didn't like it. By law, we cannot kick them out, right? However, we can ask them to leave for whatever reason we want, and we don't have to justify it. And if they refuse to, then we can say, "Hey." You're trespassing. And that is what they were actually arrested on. And I support their right to do that. Because I I know it doesn't work like it's supposed to in the real world. But every business should have the ability to sit here and refuse service to whoever they want. And I think that the market should decide what happens to that restaurant. But before... Uh, people uh, who are so gung-ho fucking Trump allow me to show you or to explain a sign that's hanging up in the Trump Tower restaurant right now. It says, unless you are fully vaccinated and masked, you will not be said, you will not be able to access the, or you will not be allowed on the premises. Because of the vaccine mandate established by New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. Let that sink in. That's the Trump Tower. Now, if 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 you believe that mandates are not laws, which hopefully you do, because that's the way it works, mandates are not laws. Mandates are coercion. They are trying to get you to willingly comply that's what mandates are for so for somebody who's supposed to be so star spangled fucking awesome mr trump do you care to explain why your restaurant bars unvaccinated people coming into your restaurant in new york city you don't want me to answer that do you well, it's because they don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, but you, you you don't really want me to answer that, do you? Uh, is, your, is your name Mr. Trump? No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and answer for everybody else for all my Q tards, for all my Trump tards, for all my morons that have decided to abandon all fucking reason. Your obsession with one particular individual that you hope will be the guiding light is how we got to this part. There we go. Trust the plan, right? Right, right, right. 
But either way, I go, so you sit here and you think about it. I go, yo, I, I, I like what you said, and I agree with it. But I seem to remember there being a business that refused to serve, a private business, that refused to uh, make a cake that went against their religion. And they got sued all the way up into the Supreme Court for it. Now, luckily, luckily they sit here and they have, they have come to see the light, right? They had to go all the way to the Supreme fucking court, but they did it. So. Domo arigato, Mr. Robot. Is it still robotic? A little. Uh, it's not even raining that hard. We've never had this problem before. Fuck it. Alright, look, I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's it's funny to me. It's like what you said the other day. If it wasn't for double standards, then the left wouldn't have any standards at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God forbid you decide to go into a private establishment. Funnily enough, mask mandates. You have to wear a mask until you sit down. Then everybody can take their mask off and eat. It's like COVID doesn't attack you while you're sitting or eating, apparently. Right. But if everybody's vaccinated, and it's so fucking awesome, and it's so fucking effective, why are we still worried about it? How come us unvaccinated people aren't just dying off by the droves? Oh, hold on. In the UK... 45 uh, the UK sees a 44% increase in child deaths after jab rollout for young teens. That is 10 to 14 year olds. They see a 44% increase in child deaths. You're literally killing children at a higher rate than COVID was taking them out. How crazy is that, right? Well, hey, at least we aren't Germany. We, we don't have, you know, police officers running around with six-foot sticks and you know, making sure everybody and arresting somebody who isn't, uh, you know, six feet apart. I mean, how ridiculous is this getting? You have the President of the United States saying that literally on live, you know, live national television in a broadcast that for the unvaccinated, we're looking for a very long, cold, oh, deadly a, a, winter. A deadly winter, yeah. With a lot of illness, and I'm sitting here going, well, I mean, fuck, we haven't gotten sick yet. All right, so you heard Columbia did a report recently? Mm-hmm. Columbia University? Mm-hmm. So the vaccine pushers, the nannies, love to claim adverse reactions to COVID shots are rare. Now a study by a highly respected university, Columbia University, reveals that the mass extent of lying the U.S. government and media are engaging in. If you go to VAERS right now, they will tell you that the total number of deaths is 20,000 people from the vaccine, from vaccine side effects. 20,000. Now, I know that in the range of the fact that 60 to 70 percent, depending on what study of people are double vaxxed and uh, triple vaxxed, right, that that doesn't seem like a whole lot of people. Right, so you're looking at out of 200 uh, million, 20,000 of them. But lo and behold, 
Columbia University study comes out and says, no, the number is not 20,000. It is 400,000 deaths due to the COVID vaccine. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, okay. Now, I haven't read everything upon it, so I'm not as well-spoken about this, but are you basically saying that Columbia figured out that the vast majority of our latest rash of COVID deaths are actually vaccine deaths? Yeah. But theirs isn't isn't trustworthy. It's not official. Well, I mean, hell, okay, here's what's funny. I get hit with this all the time. My, my family, my entire family are medical professionals. And they tell me all the time that I don't understand it because I'm not a scientist. I'm not in the medical field. I'm like, yes, but like, you want me to trust them, right? You want me to trust the official, you know, legitimate system. Okay. Then tell me why in August of last year they had to erase 96% of the deaths because they were comorbidities, not And COVID yet deaths. the media didn't cover that story at all. Like I'm sitting here, you're watching. If you actually watch around the world and you watch, you'll notice every now and then that they, they drop. The death rates drop. Yep. Because so they're having to go in there and figure out, oh, yeah, this dude died from a car accident, not COVID. Oh, this guy died from a vaccine, not COVID. Well, you shouldn't take a J&J vaccine. Did you, you see that? Where they, the CDC says you should put, you know, avoid the, the J&J vaccine. But the Pfizer one is safe, even though it doesn't work. Yep. They want to sit here and... And it's not that they don't want people to the reason that they're attacking the J and J that that one can fall. If you remember back in April of 2021, they pulled it off the market due to the large number of clots that it was causing. And then mysteriously it came back on the market. Right. Remember that? Yep. All right. So why would you want to get rid of the J and J? Oh, I know because the J&J shot is not an mRNA shot. It is a traditional vaccine. <clears throat> Which means if they tell you, hey, your J&J doesn't work anymore, now you have to get all the boosters as Pfizer or Moderna, probably Pfizer because they seem to be profiting the most from it. And every freaking new station on the planet is, is uh, pushed by them, right? So, yeah, so they're going to push that J&J right off the bat. Of course they are. Well, it's just like they're pushing all the boosters when you find out that you can mix and match the uh, boosters for a a more effective protection. It's like, wait, so not only we're playing party drugs, but now we're actually, you know, mixing them? Yep. Hmm. Well, uh, Peppermint Patty said that... uh, she gets hers mixed up all the time. Who the hell is Peppermint Patty? Jen Pasaki. The Chucky Doll Speaker of the House. Oh. Or not Speaker of the House. The Chucky Doll White House Press Secretary. You mean, mean Cuckerberg and Drag? Okay, we can go with that one too. Yeah, we're <laughs> never going to be on Facebook. You know that, right? Why would I want to go to the Betaverse? Just saying. So. Here's another interesting news story. They're going to start using the welfare state to get compliance on vaccine mandates. 
A Democratic state lawmaker in Illinois has introduced legislation requiring the unvaccinated residents to pay out of pocket for health care services, and they'll be denied Medicaid and Medicare, or Medicaid. Uh, so, if you want your medical bills covered and you're on government assistance, guess what? You're going to get the vaccine. How long before they sit here and go, you don't get Social Security unless you provide... Uh, Unless you provide proof of uh, vaccination. Hmm. Interesting. But, yo, in the article it talks about that they're trying to ensure that the unvaccinated will be denied health insurance for COVID treatments, even in cases where private insurance is already bought and paid for. Moreover, intervening in private insurance won't even be necessary in many cases since one-third of the population is already receiving government-funded health care. I bet that number is actually higher. I bet that's just for a certain segment. Because if you look, it is worse. Much, much, much worse. Mr. Tear, are you listening? Hello? I guess I will continue on. So they sit here and... They're, they're pushing the vaccines harder and harder and harder. And they are going to see and make it harder and harder to get it. So I know that we talk about not getting the vaccine or not getting whatever or whatever, right? But at some point, you sit here and you're like, okay, should I play that clip, that audio clip? Mm-hmm. The eight minute one. You can if you like. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna connect the dots for y'all. For those of you who haven't already woken up, I'm going to play an eight minute clip, and it is Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theories. Now, when this first came out in 2009, I said, Ah, oh, there's no way that they're gonna get the military to agree to this, right? That uh, you know, because I was fresh out of the. Uh, fresh out of the Navy, I'd been medically retired. I still, you know, I, I, I look through the world through red, white, and blue glasses. But I was still a prepper. But after the unvaccinated purge and the political witch hunts that have occurred, I believe that the statement is right. So I'm going to play it for you. And you can listen to it. Pay close attention. And then I will I will connect the dots for you. Jesse Ventura's investigation into the secret society that runs the world has led to this. A meeting on a remote airstrip with Dr. Rima Labo. The physician fled the United States in fear of the Bilderberg's plan to use vaccines to kill off much of the world's population. Thanks for coming. Now, you've left the United States of America. Yes, sir, I have. Why? I do not feel safe living in the United really? States. Do you want to come in and sit down? No, sir, I'd rather not. You'd rather just be here so you can make a fast exit if you as have to. As soon as you and I finish, 
You're out I'm here. leaving the country again. Why? Because in a very short time, not today, not tomorrow, but very soon, we'll be facing compulsory vaccination under the mistaken term of voluntary vaccination. What is it about these vaccinations? You think that they're bad? Well, first of all, let's start with the fact that the World Health Organization has decided that we have 90% too many people. The World Health Organization has been working since 1974 on vaccines to create permanent sterility. Doctor, the response is going to be, you're crazy. How can you say this stuff? I show them the documentation. Now, this is pretty shocking. This process has already been ongoing. To make matters worse, we know that the vaccines that were illegally approved by the FDA contain a substance called squalene. Squalene, an organic compound used in vaccines to stimulate the immune system and increase the response. If I inject you with squalene, your immune system will attack the squalene, but then it starts attacking all of the parts of your body. What does that look like when you meet a person to whom that is happening? It looks like Gulf War syndrome. It looks like every joint in the body swollen and intolerably painful and immobilized. This is in these shots they're going to give us? It's in some of them, but the U.S. government has a trick up their sleeve. Which is? They will induce a pandemic using the nasal mist vaccine, which is a live attenuated virus. That means that if I take it, I can infect you. You're going to get the flu. Everybody around us is going to get the flu. Then the United States government, based on their statements that they've already made, will say, oh my, we have a pandemic. Oh my goodness, we don't have enough doses. So we'll admix squalene at the 90,000 injection stations that the Department of Health and Human Services announced that they will ship the vaccines to. People lining up, sometimes by the hundreds, for an H1N1 flu shot. What that means is a holocaust, a genocidal holocaust. Men and women will sicken and die, and those who survive will be infertile. If people start dying massively from these inoculations, won't there be like a revolution, a rebellion, a rising up from the peasants? Briefly, until the 420,000 U.S. military swing into action. If you remember, NORTHCOM, the Northern Command, was created not long ago to, among other things, relocate the population in the event of civil disorder or pandemic. Doctor, what you're saying is that if people refuse these vaccinations, that FEMA's going to put them into almost like concentration camps around the country? I think you have to leave out the word almost. Doctor, how can you say this stuff? Let me tell you a story. In 2003, I had a patient in my drug-free medical practice who was a head of state 
And one day she said, you know, it's almost time for the great culling to begin. The what? That's what I said. The what? She said the great all right, so she's going to go into speaking about the Bilderberg group and how there's people higher up the chain of command than that. But listen to what she said. They'll start a pandemic. And they will use the vaccines to eliminate a certain percentage of the population. That is your first step. <coughs> and just in case you think that it's a conspiracy theory... I have more. Because, you know, you got to, so at this point, for those that aren't awake and don't realize what's going on, allow me, you know, and I'm not talking the Georgia Guidestones, which were there in 1980, right? This is the population should be 500 million. I'm going to read to you from the World Economic Forum. At least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050 by means of limited wars, organized epidemics of fatal rapid acting and acting diseases and starvation. Energy, food, and waters uh, shall be kept at subsistence levels for the non-elite, starting with the white populations of Western Europe and North America, and then spreading to other races. Population of Canada, Western Europe, and the United States will be decimated more rapidly than on other continents until the world's population reaches a manageable level of 1 billion, of which 500 million will consist of Chinese and Japanese races, selected because they are people who have been regimented for centuries and who are accustomed to obeying authority without question. From the time there's, or from the time there shall be artificially contrived food and water shortages and medical care to remind the masses that their very existence depends on the goodwill of the Committee of 300. And that is from his book, COVID-19, The Great Reset. So, that is step two. But if you ever think that the... Uh, that oh no it couldn't it, it couldn't possibly be that they had known remember in in, in 2017 or 15 crap one of them right that the united states government went into a business deal with moderna that and we have shown the papers of the patents for the vaccine and the patents for the uh little uh COVID, virus itself, patents that go back 2003, 2004. But let me ask you a question. Let's do some simple math, shall we? Let's do some simple math. There are 8 billion people, and they need to be injected three times. That is 24 billion doses, which means if every manufacturer, right, made a vaccine every second, right, it would take 32 years. To make 1 billion doses. And if 5 companies had 5 plants. That all they did was make vaccines. At, one, at a rate of 1 per second. It would take 10 years. To make 7.8 billion doses. After 30 years to vaccinate the entire population. So how have 7.8 billion COVID doses. Already been manufactured. Delivered. And administered. 
for a novel virus that's only been around since 2019. Do the math. Are you awake yet? Do you understand? Do you understand that the, that the government is not here to help you? Do you understand that there is a significant plan going on? Whether you believe in God or the devil, whether you believe that the government is for or against you, whether or if you believe that the government is controlled by the ultra super elite or if they're just incompetent and they want power because government seeks to always grow like a cancer. It doesn't matter at all. If you are silent about your beliefs because you are worried someone will be offended, then your beliefs are not what important to you. Now I say beliefs, but this is what you believe. It is where your line is. It is where you take your stand. If you are worried because someone else will be offended, then your beliefs are not what's important to you, but rather what people think about you is. When you stand up for what's right and true, you will receive both hate and love, but everyone will know what you are fighting for. Are you fighting for an end to tyranny? Are you fighting for, you know, are you fighting to be free? Are you fighting for your children? Are you fighting for your faith? What are you fighting for? You have to fight for something. And you'll be forced to. Because you will either be forced to fight or you will always be a slave. And I know that that's not a popular term to use in today's society. But what else do you call a society in which you do nothing but consume? The government is your daddy. And you don't get a choice as to what you're going to do or say. Sounds like slavery to me. Well, what what interests me is you said that you have all these things. Like, that, that thing from Jesse Ventura is like, what, 2009? 2009, yeah. 2009, everybody thought it was a crackpot. You even did. You know, she, she was insane. No, I didn't think she was a crackpot. I thought using the military to control the riots after the great dying started was far-fetched. I no longer hold that belief. Uh, me, me either, but I, I want to point something out. Notice that there are no crackdowns on the BLM riots. There are no crackdowns on what's going on in, in Portland. But they sure as hell cracked down instantaneously when a group of people decided they wanted to go out to eat when they weren't vaxxed and weren't wearing a mask. Right. It's all a matter of perspective. At this particular point, you're and I hate it because I, I see some I see a reaction that's happening that worries me. And we've we've had this discussion before, but it, it worries me because we refer to it as othering people, right? Right. When you uh when you when you other them when they're disease ridden vermin. And I see things where people are starting to to forget that the whole reason to stand up against the vaccine mandate is because we're fighting for everyone to have the right to choose. Whether or not they make the right choice is uh, entirely to them. But we're getting to the point where we're reacting the exact same way. Well, I, okay. There is a difference between 
right now, there is a difference between how the two sides of the argument are reacting. But you know when you see terms like, you know, uh, for the vaccinated side, when you, you know, we, we have read and covered the tweets. We hope that the unvaxxed get shot. You know, we hope that they vaccinate your children in front of you so you realize you have no authority. Uh, we hope that the unvaccinated die, right? And for a long time, it was the unvaccinated who had the cooler heads and said, I don't wish your death. I pray that we are wrong. And now, it is fucking purebloods, man! Really? You sit here and call me a diseased rat, and I call you a lab rat. You went from being a sheep to a lab rat. We're seeing this divide get bigger and stronger. Well, I'd say it, but eventually, I mean, it is going to come to a point where that is going to be the necessary break. But you have to remember why you're fighting. And if you stoop to the same tactics as the enemy that you're fighting, and I'm not talking military tactics or, or strategic thinking, I'm talking name-calling, mudslinging, othering, then you're no better than your enemy. It's, it's like that statement. It's like, bad things don't stop happening. They just happen to other people. Yeah. I think that's what worries me the most about it. I, I see that, and then I look, you know, you realize that Australia already has camps. Austria has camps. Germany has, is working on camps, which you would think, you know, they would strike a nerve with them. Uh, been down this road before, didn't end up so well the last time. Yeah, but last time they had somebody to fight it. They had a world power that went to go stop it. And now we have one where we're running out of patience. You are the disease. I'm like, well, if that's the case, then how come it is that over 60% of the people in the hospital with COVID right now are vaccinated? That's in Canada. In the United yeah. States, that numbers are more twisted. Yeah, I was just using that one because it was easier. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, you know, how, how much more do you need to be woken up? And they realize that, it, what was that one hospital up in Toronto? The doctor pointed out that... The stillbirths? Normally, yeah, normally in a year, they'll have, what, six to seven stillbirths? It comes down to being like two to three per six-month period. But in the last six months, they've had over 86. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, hold on a minute. Now, I know I'm not so good at math, but uh, something tells me that 86 is way the fuck more than usual. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's funny is is that you sit here and you get these people who are, you sit here and you, you get these people who are like, oh, we need to, you know, govern me harder, daddy. But at the same time, the, the people are starting to wake up. Like, okay, here, I'll give you a good one that came out on the 14th. So that was, what, two days ago from recording this? Breaking, Los Angeles Unified School District postponed vaccine mandates until the fall of 22 after 30,000-plus students remain unvaxxed. I would like to believe that the parents went, you ain't fucking injecting my kid. But in reality, it is probably because they can't get the vaccines fast enough into their kids' arms. Or their kids woke up and went, fuck that shit. Right? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the police did it. The police, the fire department, uh, half the medical staff. They just, 
you, you sit here and you realize that if it's so I'm trying to think of how to word this and not sound like my usual self. Fuck it, full fucking send. Okay, so if it's so bad and it's so dangerous, how come we allowed our frontline workers in the medical field to work without a vaccine all the way up until daddy government said you had to have one? Then, now that you've terminated them, you're having to call in the National Guard to help you who are not vaccinated, by the way. Right. Think about that for a second. <laughs> it's like you're having to call in the National Guard to help you. You're offering incentives. Or how about the fact that they're that, you know, they're losing so many people to businesses that it's causing if you okay, the unemployment numbers came out, right? And everybody's saying that this is the greatest economy ever, blah 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 blah, lying motherfuckers. But you have all of these jobs that are open, all of these positions. Why? Because the President of the United States told people to ignore what the court said about the mandates and enforce them anyhow, right? So they sit here and they decided that they were going to side with the President. Remember that, people. But at the same time, they're going to sit here and change the rules on social media platforms that you're not allowed to talk about you know, they're censoring your speech. By the way, I have seen a lot of debates about whether these people are fascistic or if they're communistic. The people that are pushing it are communistic, but they suffer from fascistic tendencies. When they decide who you can and cannot listen to, that is fascism. When Twitter tells you that you can't talk about the election, when you can't talk about vaccines. And we're not talking about false information. We're not talking about the election was stolen. We're talking, hey, I have questions. Same thing with the vaccines. When you can't debate climate change. And now, you can't even talk about fucking cancer. Soon, I'm sure you won't be able to talk about heart. Oh, wait, you already can't talk about heart and stroke issues. Why? Because the American Heart Association is false fucking news from these fact checkers who are protected opinions. Do you realize that they're seeing an increase in soft tissue cancers? There's been In 2021, we have seen a 550% increase. It's extremely concerning. I wonder what's causing it. I bet if we put pieces together, we'd know. But the oh, people who it tweet it, their counts disappear. Oh, I know what it is. So it, it's climate change because the government's controlling the weather and then they're using the, the 5G network to fry you and give you radiation. That's why you're getting cancer. Interim suspension of the... Say again? <laughs> you really want me to repeat that? Yeah, because my... my... Uh, I had an audio clip start playing. What ah, did you say? What I said was, I know the answer to that. It's because of all the weather and, and anomalies in the weather that the government's creating. Um, it, it's keeping you inside. It makes you use your 5G, which you're using to get radiation. Oh, shut the fuck up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to have a conniption when I sent you that video earlier. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I refuse to have that level of conversation. We have real shit. Like, 
real shit. Here, let me play a clip. This one is <laughs> this one is thirty seconds long. It is talking and it is talking about in Australia that they are suspending the licenses of doctors who don't go along with the narrative. Here we go. The Medical Council of New Zealand has announced the interim suspension of the practicing certificates of three doctors pending investigations for conduct relating to COVID-19. Dr Curtis Walker of the Medical Council said in a statement it was related to recent guidance that there is no place for anti-vaccination messages in professional practice. The three doctors are Dr Peter Canaday, Dr Emmanuel Garcia and Dr Matthew Shelton. They have appealed to the council's decisions to the district court and they are currently scheduled to be heard in February. The Medical Council of New Zealand has announced the interim suspension of the practicing certificates of three... Okay, it was New Zealand, not Australia. Which I find hilarious because New Zealand just authorized that orgies can continue. <laughs> hey, you can't practice medicine because you disagree, but all y'all can go fuck yourselves. Hey, I mean... No, no, no. You need to understand. They didn't get fired because of medical malpractice. They got fired because they were accused of spreading anti-vaccine messages. They lost their accounts. The news media named them by name on national television so that they can't go anywhere. They lost their license, they lose their practice, they can no longer practice medicine in New Zealand, and then they named their names so that if they were to ever pop up again, you would know. Fuck it, let's just give them GPS addresses to their house and send the rabid fucking, the, the jabbed sheep to sit here and go fucking take them out. Seriously, this is where we're at? This well, is where we are... We are? Well, we were talking about a nation that had a, up until recently, had an actual state-sponsored wizard. So, I mean... Okay. So, I have the clip saved of the the New York incident. Mm-hmm. You want to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. All right. They are screaming, stand up to tyranny. They're being escorted out of the restaurant. Since you can't hear it, I'll, I'll kind of give some new stuff. Right, they're being escorted out. They are in handcuffs. Simply because they do not have a mask. They are standing up for everyone's rights. And there are people screaming at the... I hope they're screaming at the police. Shame on you. For arresting these guys. Now, here's the twist, ready? You're going to love this one. Is that one of them is an army or is a decorated military veteran. Where's he going? They're not, they're not telling anybody, and I don't think that the, that the police are, respons- are, are, are responsible to the people standing around. They are accusing the police of being Nazis. Well, they are. They are. You want to know why? Why? Well, they're upholding a 
They're promoting a, a law that violates your rights. And they're doing it because they're good little soldiers and they're going to, they've proven that they're going to follow these laws all the way down. Despite the fact that we, we supported them and we, we helped them, we've upheld them. And yet now on the, on the flip side, they're going to ignore their oath. All because daddy government told them to do so. They're fucking Nazis. Yes. The only thing they lack are goose stepping. Remember, remember, the people who stood with you and the people who just went along. Now, I'm not saying that you should hate those people. I am. No. But I'm an, evil, I'm an evil person. Not hate those people. But remember where they stood when you're determining your level of trust. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying it's perfectly fine to hate them, but you probably should listen to Odin. <laughs> Please don't hate them. Everybody makes mistakes. Okay, so... I mean, if we could find out their addresses, I wouldn't mind sending them boxes of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, think about it, though. We go from... We go from having to... From supporting police officers, and I still do to a large degree... But police officers like that, that are going to uphold something they know is morally wrong. Something they know is, is legally wrong under the Constitution. And you see, you look at it and you go, so they're just going to do what they're told. Well, that's exactly what the SS did. That's exactly what the Gestapo did. Yeah, there. you can no longer, if you see something that is wrong, whether you agree with it or not, if you see an unjust law being enforced, or you are asked to enforce an unjust law or a mandate, one that violates the Constitution, one that has been ruled unconstitutional, if you believe that I was just doing my job will protect you, you are sadly mistaken. You know how many times that was used during the... Um... The where they were trying the oh I'm gonna draw a complete total blank on it now but when they were trying the uh, war crimes and war criminals from Nuremberg. the Nazis Nuremberg during Nuremberg do you know how many times that that was used I was just following orders a lot I'm sure <laughs> yeah a vast majority of them was I was just following orders yep so I'm gonna show one more little clip I swear ever since you found out you could do clips that's you know, you try to sneak in as many as you can. I'm going to do one. But this is going to show you how sinister it was. Now, remember, they had no vaccine prior to everything going on, right? Nobody knew who was good, what company was going to come out with the vaccine. Nobody knew that a plague was coming in, er, in, in before December 2019. Well, other than Alex Jones, who talked about it in fucking August, right? But I'm going to play you a clip. Just listen. We didn't know anything about this in December. We were starting to get rumblings. China said there was some sort of an outbreak on December 31st. But Peter, De I'm sorry, not Peter Desik, Dr. Barrick signs a uh, government um, deal with Moderna. I want to I read it exactly to you. This, this deal was uh, made. It's confidential. It's 100 and, I don't know, 58 pages long. Um, it is, if I skip to page 104, 
They are entering a specific private confidential agreement. The NIH appears to be transferring technology to Dr. Barrick, but that what they're making clear is, quote, mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates developed and jointly owned by NIAID and Moderna. Now, this is weird because it's two weeks later that we know there's a problem. They signed that deal two weeks before, and they signed it with the doctor who happened to be a partner with the bat lady in Wuhan. Here's where it gets really dark. These are the same group of people that in the end of January begin to have meetings and they shut down and begin to smear anyone who's looking into the lab right. leak theory. They, they establish that's not true, don't even look there. It, it appears to be collusion. I, you know, we've passed this on to several people in uh, Congress and the Senate. We know Rand Paul has, is on this, and Dr. Fauci has some. So two weeks before we realize that there is a coronavirus outbreak, two weeks before we realize that something is going on, end of December 2019, or 2019 the National Institute of Health, NIAID, National Institute for Allergies and Infectious Diseases, for those of you who don't know, signed an agreement. An exclusive partnership with Moderna. Two weeks. Those doctors in Moderna, or those doctors that were in that deal, have direct connections to the Wuhan lab. Anybody else find that strange? I find that strange. Yes, I do love the ability to sit here and share clips because it's it makes us sound more credible because not just us ranting and raving over headlines. We can actually hear what they say. <laughs> okay, fair. But I'm just going to say this about the Moderna thing. That's weird. That's, That's suspicious. suspicious. <laughs> oh, where's Balder when we need him? But I mean... Nothing more than I. It's not surprising me anymore. The only thing that surprises me is how many people are still asleep. Like I done everything besides you know Dennis the menace hit you with a you know we had the the, the gumball and he shot it down the old dude's throat with the slingshot. Remember Dennis the menace? And we've done everything besides that. Like they're restricting your rights. They're locking you down. They're telling you you can work if you're vaccinated you can't work if you're not mind you that same that same line here's what blows my mind about that that same delineation right there the vaccine unvaxxed if you realize most of the unvaxxed were working that entire time yep but now suddenly we've been working the entire time we were lauded as being on the front lines we were essential and now that there's a vaccine it's either you take it or we're going to give your job to the people that sat at home on their ass the whole time and collected extra money. They've locked down our borders when it comes to anything, any any you know products coming in. They've been messing with the food supply, with the water supply, with the power. They shut down the oil and natural gas. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that story. 
we're going to have a long, cold winter because some people made it that way. Well, hold on. Do you find it strange that Israel and 10 other countries just happened to have to simulate a cyber attack on the global financial system. When? Uh, right after the uh, Amazon servers went down. <laughs> well, you don't even have to worry about, you know, attacking those. Attack the AWS again at that particular point. I didn't realize how many things were attached to Amazon Workspace. Right. Federal contracts, state contracts, businesses you wouldn't even expect. Suddenly shit out of luck because AWS had a hiccup. Right. <laughs> well, how about the fact that California? All right. Here's part of the prepper thing, right? If you are in California and you disagree with going on, get the fuck out of California. This is your warning. California just passed a ban on generators. Why would they do that? This state is notorious for fucking brownouts. This state's notorious for being God's etch sketch. And, and power gets knocked out on a regular basis. Right? They banned... They banned generators. Portable generators will now be banned. Including ones that are mounted in RVs. Let that sink in. If my, my prepping senses are tingling... But I can't decide if it is they know that something's coming or they're planning to cut the power. I don't know. But I can tell you this, that it doesn't make any sense. Shutting down our pipelines didn't make any sense. Shutting down natural gas didn't make any sense. Locking down. You know, what's interesting is... Um, I know DeSantis is doing his best trying to tell people to come into the, the ports in, in Florida. But the ships that are stacked up waiting in California are there only because of two things. Government and bureaucracy? No, bureaucracy and government being one. The okay. other one being the fact that California has basically crippled their own over-the-land infrastructure by outlawing any and banning any semi-trucks that are, what, over 2018, or that are under 2018? How do they justify that, though? Apparently anything over 2018 has less uh, pollution. You wait, 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 wait. So, let me get this straight. They ban in every, th every older type of truck. At the same time, wait, wait, do you remember the last episode we did where we talked about deaf that were running out of fucking diesel exhaust fluid? That the mm -hmm. natural supply of urea, which is what makes up uh, 
the diesel exhaust fluid that makes vehicles run clear or clean, right? We're we're gonna have a shortage. So with this shortage, they're going to sit here and be like, nope, any new yeah, it's gonna be a lot worse. Well, the, I hate to say this, and, and everybody call me a conspiracy theorist, make fun of me like I make fun of the Q-tards, but uh, this is logic. The whole problem that we have in California and shipping is manufactured. Agreed. Well, here, let, let's be real honest. Let's be real honest. The saying is, he who controls the food controls the world. If they create... You will do anything. You will do anything, say anything, and act in any way necessary to feed your children and feed yourself. If a, the proper amount of pressure, you're either going to cause people to snap or you're going to yeah. cause people to become slaves. And I had mentioned this back in 2020. What I said was, if you sit here and you... I talked about the fear experiments that were conducted in Germany, where it, they found out that if you keep people under pressure long enough, in as little as two months, you can program an entire population and alter their behaviors. We're at two years, right? People's program, they're not even saying the new normal anymore. They're just saying that this is normal. You're getting them to accept it. And my greatest fear was is that people only have so much fear response in them that one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to absolutely comply to the point where they won't question anything or they're going to snap. That they will either comply and be willing slaves they will do anything that the government says without question simply for the fact that they want to just get back to normal and they don't want to be afraid. They'll break spiritually and mentally. Well, if the last two years taught us anything, most people are going to comply or they're going to bark really loud and do absolutely nothing. Then you have the other side. There's going to be the ones that react incredibly negative. And... If you want to know what predictive programming looks like, look at the movie Serenity. When they go to the island, they pump a chemical compound. Think of it as fear. 90% of the population sat down, they laid down, and they died. That is what the fear response will cause people to do. Give up any agency within themselves. Hand it right over to the government. The other 10% will explode. They'll be violent. They'll resist. They'll... And you sit here, you're, if you're a cabal, you're a government, and you, your goal is absolute control, which I think we're at that point where they're openly admitting it now, right? You want absolute control over the populace, you get them with fear. You get 90% that comply, and then you only have to deal with the other 10%. And you feel that you have a numeric advantage over them because you have the only 10% to deal with. But here's the dirty little secret. 
You always had that 10% to deal with. When you push somebody that and their response to breaking, to reaching the bottom of that fear barrel, that fear tank, they don't have any more fucks to give. So you take the people who have the seeds of revolution, seeds of liberty within them, you beat them down, you strip away everything that they used to fucking care about, and they lash out. Guess what? You think that makes them less dangerous because you believe that there are, are less people. You just made them ten times more dangerous. Because now they have to act. But if you're a government like that, you already know who those people are. I told you about the list, right? <laughs> yeah. I want to know if I'm on the list. There was a list of names that was leaked by accident onto the interwebs for three weeks. It was a list of all of the people who the government, who the FBI, looked at as terrorists. So let me throw this number out at you and realize how fucking awesome this is. <laughs> 1.8 million fucking people that the FBI considers dangerous. Well, let's not talk about the several hundred thousand coming over our border. <laughs> and we don't know where they're going. Let's pay attention to the people that are, oh, oh, he didn't like what we're saying. It's okay, we'll just replace them. Yeah. Remember the government doesn't remember the government doesn't see people. It sees statistical odds. When they believe that they have an overwhelming odds, when they believe that they have the overwhelming ability to crush any resistance. You will see them move through the United States like a fucking bulldozer. Hey, let me give you something that will make you feel a little better about this planet. Sure. Okay. Mainly because it's, it's something you and I are interested in. I think we've done enough doom and gloom. We're going to probably hit back on the next episode on it, but... I'd just like to remind you, there are still people, remember when I said that, that people, and we'll probably get into this later, but there are people that, that live their entire life in that band of mediocrity. Right. <clears throat> Sebastian Alvarez, a former Chilean Air Force pilot and a wingsuit daredevil, whose nickname has become Squirrel, by the way, uh, <laughs> is the first human to fly in and out of, a, of an active volcano. In a wingsuit. Someone Excuse who actually <laughs> someone who decided fuck the, the mediocrity, I'm just gonna go live my life. And you know what's funny is for all of you that think that you know you have to do all these things to go back to normal. No. Don't be normal. <laughs> go out and be exceptional. Go out there and get in a wingsuit and fly in and out of a fucking volcano. Like, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. For legal reasons, we do not recommend that you go fly in and out of. However, you can take a stand. I also okay, have good. a piece of good news. Okay, good, 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 good. Let's go. I also, you can, you can take a stand like a company called Phoenix Ammunition. When you go to Phoenix Ammunition, the very first question 
Did you vote for Joe Biden? Before I let you in on the page, did you vote for Joe Biden? If you put no, it'll let you write in on the site. If you vote yes, it's going to send you to Joe Biden's page, the Build Better, uh, Build Back Better plan. Which stalled in which, the Senate, by the way. No, no, which talks about him removing the ability to buy ammunition online. And it highlights that portion. And the owner is awesome. The dude sits here and says, look, if if Joe Biden's policies sit here and get enacted, they're going to destroy my business. So if you're going to vote for Joe Biden, get out. As a matter of fact, after you make the purchase of the ammunition, one of or before you can check out, it says I certify that I did not vote for Joe Biden. Tell me how fucking awesome that is. So let me just go ahead and get my wingsuit. Let's pop out and I'm gonna go buy some ammo. There you go. <laughs> I don't want to imagine you in a wingsuit, I'm just saying. I had to see you in a tutu. Fair. Now you cordially fuck off. We can end the episode there. <laughs> All right. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tear. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. Man, you fuck you. <laughs> I could just imagine you're going to be like, do you, do you remember the flying pancake airplane? Yes. And that's yeah, the yeah, first that, thing that popped that, in my that, head that, that, that yeah, you yeah, said that. I don't want to see you. I don't The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.